0: Flick off your jandals, crack a cold one from the chilli bin, chuck on some cans, and enjoy a Kiwi take on all things Arsenal. Happy Wednesday and welcome back to another episode or another what are we live broadcast of uh, our Arsenal New Zealand Weekly. Um Today, I'm joined by uh, Dylan, who's um, joining us from, I don't know, snow-capped Queensdale. Is that right, Dylan?
1: Yeah, it's uh, beautiful, but freezing.
0: Beautiful, um, but freezing. Yeah,
1: Beautiful, but freezing. Um, you're going to have to practice your intros and thing. you're not supposed to have us flashing on the screen between the two cuts.
0: I, I, I clicked the button, but it didn't work, so I clicked it again. <laughs> no, we're, uh, we're still getting used to the new system, but it, it's... it's Making us a bit more slick and a bit more uh, uh, running there. So yeah. How are you, man? How are you? Going well. Going well. Had a, a week down in Christchurch last week. Um, I, I we did our live stream with um, Corey from my hotel room. And I was uh, watching. I was in watching Christchurch. Yeah, that um, was quite cool. But um, no, it's going well. Played football in the weekend. We won again, which was quite nice. Um, but mate, how much better is a weekend when uh, Arsenal not only win but actually like excite you like when they're playing how how awesome is your weekend when when that happens eh?
1: i've never been so relaxed i can't remember the last time i was able to just enjoy weekends uh you know like my my wife loves it she's seeing a whole different side of me um (laughs) uh yeah it's great like there's teams playing well other teams aren't doing so well and we just get to sit back and and enjoy the ride
0: yeah it's 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 actually really refreshing um, and I'm not no way am I counting chickens or anything like that, but it's um, it's so nice to um, uh, let's say be optimistic <laughs> about what's happening. and compared to what happened at the start of last season and seeing what happened to us at the start of last season happening to someone else, it's quite nice being on the other side of the fence. I was gonna isn't say, there? yeah, there's
1: there's the, the aspect of you know being happy that you know we've started so well, but also that we can actually look at the other teams who aren't doing so well and think, well, you know, we know what that's like, but it's so much better being on this side of it, being able to look down and laugh. Uh and yeah, you know, I think that got more, you know, uh talk this week than our result in our in our group chat. Uh, yeah. I think yep. Corey was telling us to shut up about Manchester he United. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's yeah. just so much back and forth about Manchester United. But yeah, yeah, it's it's hilarious.
0: Yeah, it's um I've I've got a few um United mates that I've um made sure I've got stuck into because they definitely got stuck into me last year. So it's uh payback time, that's for sure.
1: And it's funny because it just it feels so similar to what we went through. Yeah uh like almost you know uh everything that was wrong with the club last season and the last couple of years is what they're going through now we can see exactly what's happened but we have come out the other side and uh i don't see how they can come out the other side in their current state you know we at least last season when we had the three bad results um had a plan yeah, yeah. You know, uh they don't seem to have one and it's it's great
0: it's quite interesting that the, the two teams that uh, I suppose have had uh, two of the longest managers serving in football who have kind of gone through a very similar, um, let's say experience with interim managers or what was it, interim managers, but uh, short-term managers in between and now are kind of going through that rebuild phase um after being in the dumps and all that sort of stuff, so it's quite interesting to see the parallels of how the, I suppose the organisations, the teams have kind of been working over the last couple of years. Um, Although I should point out, we've had one rebuild. Uh, oh no no no! I, I, I understand. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're up
1: to what? their sixth or seventh
0: <laughs> seven, manager, seven or whatever. Yeah, but um, yeah. It, oh uh, come on, the Emery situation was was a rebuild too, right? Come on. Well, yeah, but you know, like we've had one. Yeah, restart of our yeah. rebuild where they've yeah they've had yeah number bit. seven or something yeah yeah we Look, should probably should...
1: talk about Arsenal right
0: yeah we should otherwise Corey's going to jump on the chat and, and give us some uh, some sticks so um yeah we're going to talk about our um, Arsenal Leicester match which was um quite exciting so first up uh, excuse my black background that obviously hasn't filled the screen there but um lineups I mean. I think Arsenal were were unchanged from the the game Let before. Me fix that for you, so. uh, yeah, what have you done to my screen there? Why would you click? Fixed that it. One? No, no, no. Here we go. Um, <laughs> uh, Arsenal unchanged. Um, were, were you happy with the with the lineup? Yeah, uh,
1: not much really to say about lineup. Uh, everyone you'd expect. Um, good to see the bench though filling out, which is, I guess, the only thing to really bring up is um you yeah, know we'll see Tom Yasu come back Tierney's back uh although i was there last week uh smith Rowe. so yeah our bench is looking much stronger than it did against uh, crystal palace which is good to see
0: well my favorite thing about our bench is there's no uh cedric on there uh which is quite there nice. is a pepe There, there is a pepe but that's going to be short-lived if the the rumors from this morning are um are out there. From, you, must from a, he, yeah, I, you must have
1: been thrilled this <laughs> morning.
0: Yeah,
1: I must have woken up, thought it was a dream.
0: Funny enough, I've had like four people message me saying, "Are you happy yet?" <laughs> I was like, "Yes, please, please, come on, hurry up, make it happen." Um, Le- Leicester's lineup. Um, I mean, there, there's always the the threat of James Vardy, and we know he loves uh, scoring against Arsenal. But was there anybody else in their team that was kind of Uh, you're worried about or you're keeping an eye on?
1: I mean, I wasn't worried about, but it was, you know, I guess everyone was keeping an eye on how Tillman's performed, right? Um, Yeah. And, I mean, there's two ways, I guess, you can look at it as, you know, he was really bad and really quiet or Arsenal just, you know, um, were too good. And, you know, if you bring him into the team, you know, it would be, um, you know, you can't maybe judge him as much if he doesn't stand out in the Leicester, you know, Leicester team in one game against us when we have dominated the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he really didn't set the world on fire. I mean, especially when you compare who he would be coming into replace, who had you know, an unbelievable game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was kind of you know, for anyone that was really wanting Tillman's in, I guess maybe a, li- a little bit disappointing, um, but no, there wasn't really anything in that team. Um, that really you know, worried me. They've had a really weird start to the season, Leicester. Um, there've been no signings. They've had a lot of people leave. So it's, yeah, it's, it's an interesting it, one with them.
0: It's an odd one. And I suppose there's a, not just um, Telemans, but there's a bit of a cloud over a few of the other players, right? So was it Fafana and um, Madison potentially uh, on the way out as well? So, yeah, um, Probably a bit of a weird environment inside that that leicester um dressing room as well so um i, I was quite interested in, to see how uh for actually uh i suppose played and stood up i believe the commentators were saying that he was a former teammate of Saliba. um yeah they were together at uh oh, crap um saint etienne i think saint etienne yeah yeah so to see the i suppose the two players now match up against each other and then see how their performances difference differ after their respective, I suppose, um, career paths to, to get to where they are was, was going to be quite an interesting, um, I suppose, side note there to, to watch. Um, uh, the way I was going to do this is I was going to talk about our goals and their their goals separately rather than in order. Um, but we'll, I mean, I've only put three there, but I know we scored four. Don't worry. I can count. Um, I just put one photo for, for Gabby's two goals. Um, his first goal. I mean, what a goal, eh? Oh, I know it took a slight defection, but um, to be able to, I suppose, spot that and, and perform that, uh, I suppose, skill to, to lift it with no back lift, um, pretty awesome.
1: Goal was pretty nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, we're controlling the game uh, and then the nice ball over the top from party. Um, and yeah, that's, I guess what he brings to the team is yeah, he's all over the pitch. Uh, you know, this yeah. one took him out to the left wing and yeah, he was yeah, all over the place. Um, and I think for fine, had a really a tough game because it was obviously Martinelli out there who had him on his, you know, uh, yellow card quite early. Um, yeah. And yeah, just, yeah, was being destroyed by Martinelli then when Jesus were coming out, and then obviously the finish was just yeah. Uh we haven't had that for a while, have we? Just you know, obviously we've had players that can score goals, but just the improvisation to yeah. you know do that. Because uh, really there was nothing, you know, it was a quick second to get him get the ball out of his feet and then
0: and deliver, uh, yeah.
1: The delivery and yeah. i i don't think you've got the picture that by looks at it but you yeah, know that picture i shared in the group where you had i think it was yeah. indeedy evans and uh one other just like just looking at the ball just going oh shit it's going in <laughs> yeah and yeah. yeah they couldn't do anything about it it was great um but yeah class goal um, and
0: then his second one which came not far afterwards um thanks mr Vardy, for providing the assist but um martinelli's corner Goes to the near post with a bit of pace and whip on it. There's not much you can do as that near post guy um, is. You either got to try and hit it clear or leave it alone. He's tried to hit it clear, skipped off the top of his head, and um, as we saw in preseason, Jesus pops up on that back post there and just nods it in unmarked. Um, as you say, all over the pitch for for Jesus, including back post on corners, uh, left right wing all the way up front like his his whole performance um straight after that goal i think he he could have had two more from that that turn on johnny evans and then the the one-on-one which he could have um squared to soccer um across the box like his performances were uh electric and, and as you say i don't think we've had that level of performance since potentially maybe electric alexis sanchez when he first came in um I don't think there's been much else in that sort of improvisation and energy level.
1: No, I don't, I don't think there's been anyone like that since him, but with the goal from the corner, I mean, I think, uh, I don't know exactly how many, but since, uh, last, end of, start of last season,
0: 15 uh, 15's the number
1: had the most yeah goals from uh, set pieces. Uh, yep. thanks for the assist there. Uh, you're but,
0: <laughs> I'll just do my, um, my, my good mezza earz impression and I'll give you the assist. It was fifteen, yeah.
1: But yeah, that's I think two in two weeks as well. And yeah, you can tell there's I don't think Martinelli took corners last year, did he? Uh, it was mostly sucker. He, he, he
0: took a few, but you're right, it was mostly sucker or or something. Like,
1: how many times in the past going back to the end of Wenger and things like did we just bemoan our corners? Uh and we had no one who could take corners. Uh, but every single delivery, yes, or oh, not yesterday, uh, yeah, on the weekend was pretty much spot on, yeah, and put into a position where you know we could attack it. And the way we set up corners these days, like you know, that if it's put in the right spot, we're going to have a chance of scoring. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it's good uh, to
0: see. Going back to that, I suppose, end of the Venga the era, Emory era, where we couldn't get it past the first man on a corner, and it was almost like you just if we got a corner, we just gave the ball back to them. It was agency. like just, watching. It just, was just like take watching, the ball. We don't care. It was, yeah, it was like watching the A League. It was. Yeah, 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 very much so, very much so. Um Jaka being the um, the goal threat that he has always been. Um, I think well, he's always been word. that
1: box to box midfielder, don't you? Yeah, know? yeah.
0: They were talking about it on the on the Askcast. How, um, man, he's such a goal threat, and where where has this been, etc. But I mean. I, th- I think his performances have have changed because of the confidence that potentially Zinchenko, and we'll we'll talk about Zinchenko a little bit later. But what he gives in in the defence has actually given Jaka way more freedom uh, and way more um, confidence. I suppose he, he's not having to sit as deep and uh, be as defensively minded because we've got a solid defence, right?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, that's it. And uh, yeah, he has got the freedom. You know, he's got uh, number six behind him who can you know protect the defense. Yeah. Um, it has to be like the best comeback you've ever seen in a career. Like from going to you know captain, telling your fans to you know fuck off <laughs> as you walk off the pitch, to being you know a couple of seasons later just being, uh, yeah, you know, he's still here. You just can't get rid of him. And it just seems to be like, honest, I wouldn't want to. Well, no, you wouldn't want to, but like it seems like every season there's a talk of, you know, oh, he's going to go this year. You know, there was Roma, there was, I think, a team yeah. back in Germany a couple of years ago, and he just never leaves. And yeah, yeah I'm not complaining because, yeah, he's he's he come, uh, played really well, uh, played really well this year, but it's just one of those ones like ever since you know the start, uh, yeah, there's always been that, uh, tension between you know, him and the fans and it seems to be in a really good spot at the moment
0: yeah um can't say anymore i, I I've liked the fellow even when he told the fans to bugger off etc um I, I love his uh his passion not only for the sport but for our club as well so um yeah, yeah. I mean he, he deserves the the goal he's played really well the last two games um and he's played quite attacking and I mean, Alan he should have had said, more
1: than he should have had one yeah. more more than the one goal. I mean, the first one with yeah. Saka, um, which was a great cross as well, but uh, yeah, that run to the back post.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, the header, the, yeah. the outside of the post, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah
1: they, he's got the smarts as well to be able to do that um, and get into the right position. So, yeah, if he's being given the freedom to do that this year, he could pop up and get quite a few goals. Um, we, we we'll need mate. them
0: that's for sure and it, it's nice to be able to see that goals are coming from all around the park and not being so reliant on one or two players which we have been in the past right um M- martinelli obviously um grabbed a goal at the end there um he did right yes he did yeah, he did yeah uh just making sure i had the right player there um he he worked as just just off. Say,
1: next time just say gabriel scored
0: Gabrielle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you should be covered. Yeah, man, he, he worked his socks off uh, for the second game in a row. I, I was talking to um, oh, sidetrack is um, I've been picking my wife up from work uh, this week, and I I forced her to listen to the Ask Us Extra, and they were talking about Martinelli, and I paused it and I said, my 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 personal thoughts is both Gabrielle. Um, Jesus and Martinelli obviously both being Brazilian I think they might have had some sort of connection chat or whatever about building a a solid partnership I thought you were going to say like a
1: secret secret rendezvous
0: (laughs) potentially (laughs) Um, maybe I don't know Um, but I think it's about for them not only performing for Arsenal and, and themselves but making that Uh, connection for the World Cup later this year and uh, making their partnership um, something that has to be picked, if you know what I mean, because it's so dynamic and so um, strong and they both have to be picked together. Um, So I I think Martinelli's performances, uh, he's lifted heaps because Jesus come in. But they're also working really well together, and Alan's right. Their their language can uh, is a big key there, um, because they're obviously talking to each other in, in a different language or, or or their own native tongue. But it's interesting to see that Martinelli is kicking on this year. Where last year it was like sucker kicking on, if you know what I mean. So I'm quite enjoying his performance levels.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, the way it sort of is at most quite. Promising and quite, you know, going to be quite fun to watch. Is, yeah, you know, I guess those two in particular because they're fighting maybe for a spot in the World Cup team. But right across, you know, the front three, they're all pushing to you know, outscore each other. Uh, yeah. And you can probably include Nkedia in that as well when he comes on. You, know, they don't want to, uh, you know, lose to the other one when it comes to scoring goals. Like, yeah, you know, it seems like there's a bit of a competition there. Which
0: I, you know, I think they're also pushing to help each other the, as well. Are they, they're they're helping each other score well, of the I goals mean, as well, right?
1: I mean, you know that. I guess comes in the way that we play the football. You know, uh, yeah. Some teams might rely individual players. Uh, I can think of one or two. Um, where we're more We've been a, there you know, before. Don't worry. <laughs> we're more of a yeah a, a team a team game. Uh, and yes, yeah. Martinelli has gone to a whole other level. Uh, mm. This year, and like he's still only 19, isn't he, or 20 now? Um, but for someone so young to be doing this in the Premier League so early in his like career, yeah,
0: it's, it's pretty yeah, awesome, though. It's pretty awesome. We've
1: we've stumbled onto something, yeah.
0: Um, second, uh, I suppose, side of the goals, obviously, we, we conceded two. Um, well, you're
1: forgetting the penalty as well, that that came first, the uh, non penalty.
0: Yeah, I mean... What do you think? I, I actually didn't want to talk about it because I think Jamie Vardy's a bloody cheat for it. And the fact that Xhaka got booked last week for exactly the same thing and Vardy got, got away with it um, really annoys me. Um, if gonna... I don't think anyone's
1: really talked about it, but yeah, like what's the go there? Because I thought like a couple of years ago when VAA came in, I thought yellows couldn't be given... Based on VAR, you know, if something happened, you could only give red. Um, so maybe that's why he's not got it. But
0: I, I don't know. But whatever the situation is, Vardy's gone to the ground uh, without with a very minimal, if any, touch from from Rambo. And But
1: well, what did you think in real time? Did you think it was a penalty when you first saw it, or did you have to? Go no, I think
0: To be honest, I didn't. I because I, I, I thought Ramsdale had pulled out, but the I could see the ref given it if you know what i mean from his angle and his judgment i thought "Fuck, here we go here's another penalty um but the fact that they gave Zaka the yellow card last week for exactly the same thing but nothing this week really annoys me and that's where uh, i suppose us as fans get quite frustrated um on that point and that was why because I didn't want to rant like this on, on the buddy. i mean, this is what it's for. Like,
1: you've, you've got this is what yeah. the stream's for. This is why you have a podcast. So you're right. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, no. It—it <laughs> it, it was annoying enough um, watching it, and then and but I was glad that Var was there, and Var actually worked. Uh, I, I know. I suppose I'm biased see, and and I'm when I, the badge I, and all that, but I can't It was remember. good to see Var actually work properly from from a if you took it from a neutral perspective. So but I couldn't remember it what job. I
1: thought. I couldn't remember what I thought. I can't remember what I thought when I originally thought saw it. But when they said uh, was it Mike Dean was on VAR, yeah, I was like, I thought Fuck. there's there's no way this is getting overturned. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was surprised it got overturned based on that. Like when you saw it, yeah, it was uh, I guess it also comes back to you know they're all going on about in the commentary how this year the refs are saying they're going to let stuff go more. Uh, and let things be more physical. And if you're going to do that, then you can't give a penalty for what is a like it was maybe a slight he, rush. He breathed on him and, <laughs> and you know, he got out of the way mostly by the time Vardy got there. So, yeah, maybe one of those ones where you know Vardy knew what he was doing and oh, he, was Vardy expecting, was expecting, he, was, he was expecting the contact and um, it didn't
0: come, but he was already halfway dead to the ground, right?
1: But I mean, there's been so many already this weekend where you just think, you know, what were they thinking? Like the Chelsea one with the hair pull. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think uh, it was Anthony Taylor. Uh, they've got 140, 150,000 people see- signed a um, petition, yeah. petition to not allow him to coach uh, ref Chelsea games anymore. But like, yeah, like some of the vr still a bit and the refing decisions are still a bit inconsistent yeah. or weird. Or, you know, like yeah, it may not be in the rule book, but pulling someone's hair is a Maybe can, can be considered. I don't know about you, but I, I would think that would be dangerous conduct. Yeah, you, you yeah. don't need to write in the rule book, pull, you know, hair pulling.
0: Yeah, look, I think that would just we're, come we're,
1: under dangerous contact. But
0: we're, we're on an, a, an Arsenal podcast, not a Mike Dean podcast here or a, a referee podcast there. Eh? So, um, but I, well, I agree with you.
1: Complaining about referees, yeah, what we're famous for right. at Arsenal, isn't it?
0: Well, maybe we should, maybe that's a whole nother episode just by itself. <laughs> um let, let's quickly talk about um saliba's uh, own goal. Uh, I could see what he was trying to do. He was trying to head the ball clear. he I think he thought he was under pressure, but he wasn't really um hitting's probably not his strong suit because he's probably not had to deal with much of that over in uh, the French league, but uh something he's definitely got to work on maybe a bit of miscommunication, but uh everyone said it, so we might as well say it as well it was awesome to see the team rally around him and the bounce back from that. Right.
1: I was going to say that's probably the highlight of the game yeah. uh, for me, not the own goal, but the,
0: um,
1: the reaction after, um, yeah. the, fans pretty much every touch was a standing ovation for the rest yeah. of the game. Uh, I remember, I don't remember exactly when it happened, but towards the end, he, uh, yeah, made a tackle over near the touchline on the far side, and yeah, everyone in the stadium just was on their feet. Yeah, um, and you know, we're not known for being the most supportive <laughs> to players when they make mistakes, but I guess when there's so much positivity and it helps when you're yeah. winning the game, uh, you know, it didn't feel like I don't think I don't know about you, but I never felt in trouble when they conceded the own goal. Um,
0: it, it was unfortunate, but we had had oh, the majority of the run of the game, majority of the chances. Uh, you you could feel that there was probably a couple more goals in it for us as well. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, like you, I was over the moon with the, not just the players' reactions, but the reaction of the crowd, etc. And then to go up the other end and, and bang a goal in a minute and a half later, um, I, I think would have... Taken a lot of pressure off um, Saliba as well, Uh, knowing that the two goal cushion had been restored, etc. And his mistake had kind of been, um, let's say, fixed almost, if you know what I mean. Um, I think that that would have helped a lot. But you're right, the the crowd this season and towards the end of last season has been completely different to what we've ever kind of expected or, or had. At Arsenal. And I don't um, know
1: if you saw it. In I, the Emirates I like...
0: era. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just add, in the Emirates era.
1: <laughs> I did yeah. like, did you see that there's, uh, I guess you'd call them ultras? the yeah. The group they're in the, the, black po- shirts the, in, the in the clock yeah. end? No, no. Yeah. just Yeah, like Palace, uh, I guess like any football team outside of England. Uh, but, yeah, just in the, I think, the clock ends, beside the away support, there was an actual group like, together I guess you'd call it choreographed, but, you know, all together actually similar to Palace uh, where they had, you know, flags and uh, leading oh, yeah, charts yeah. and everything, you know, like just adding a bit of atmosphere. Um, yeah, pre- and I know they cool, talk though. about um, uh, like adding safe standing as well. Like, if like, yeah, like, with the way the team's going, the crowd's a lot younger now and there's so much positivity. If they add safe standing in as well, like, it could be a very fun stadium to, to go watch football in. Not much of a library anymore.
0: Yeah, we, we had a couple uh, from the, um, the Arsenal New Zealand fan club over at the match on the weekend. And I can imagine uh, the atmosphere was quite good for for this match. So, um, look, uh, I, I said quickly, and we, we spent five minutes on that one. So, um, Madison scored a goal towards the end of the match. Uh, again, I think we scored a, a minute and a half after he scored. but. Um, Quite a good finish from him. Uh, Ramsell probably could have done slightly better, but, I mean, you, you can't take the finish away. He had it hard and low and probably the only place on the goal that he could have scored um, right down the middle between Ramsell's legs. But he probably should have been shut down before that. But, again, the, the team response to go up the other end within a minute and a half and not, not just threaten, but uh, have a shot on goal and actually... Finish, I think, was really good.
1: Yeah, I think we'll probably see that a little bit this year on our left side. Like Zinchenko is not the best defensively, and he yeah. got caught out a bit. And uh, like there was not really any cover. Someone probably should have come back and helped, and or, or tracked the Madison run because he came from quite deep um, with that overlap. And yeah. whether it was Xhaka or Martinelli, just no one went with him. And yeah, that's unfortunate. But uh, yeah, the the response for both goals. To score within a minute, minute and a half, two minutes, uh, yeah, again shows progress. You know, previous Positive years we progress, crumble. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I, I I did this quickly with uh, Corey last week, where I um I pulled out a few players that I thought had quite good performances. Um, Odegaard, I, th- I think he's relishing having the captain's armband, um, and I think the team are uh, uh, playing to his strengths as well as a player. I I love seeing him uh, interchange with the front three in terms of who initiates that high press. And if if you notice that as soon as one of them initiates the press, the, all of them, the the rest of them all kind of jump on and and follow that press, which is really cool. Um, We've talked about Martinelli and his performances. He's been electric this season and uh, God, my, my fingers, toes, eyes, balls, everything else is crossed, that he stays injury-free and it keeps going. Um, I guess that's one way to
1: stop having kids is just <laughs> cross the balls. Oh, yeah, balls. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, uh, Zinchenko, uh, probably an understated um, sort of uh, impact that he's had on our team, but we we did mention briefly about his ability and his um strength at the back and confidence that he's given to everybody else to push forward a bit more, which is allowing that high press and that um, attacking side of the game. I I think he's been an awesome signing. Interesting to see how him and KT fight for that position or or when each one is used against different oppositions because we have seen Zinchenko kind of almost play as a defensive midfielder almost to allow the midfield to kind of push forward, haven't we?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, everyone talks about you know the the way Arteta is playing with the, I guess you'd say, two, three, five. Uh, yeah. And there was a picture which clearly showed that the other day where it was like, yeah. And they're all playing in, inside the, our half as well, which is good. Like, you know, the two centre-backs. Then there was the, you know, party uh-huh. um, Zinchenko and White. And then, you know, the five across the front. Um, yeah. We still need to get a bit better at controlling the games, which, yeah, again might mean that we concede goals, especially down Zinchenko's side because defensively he's not as solid as Kirantini. Yep. But yeah, I think Kirantini will definitely get his games, especially against some of the bigger teams where we may need defensively
0: shape structure. Shape, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Um
0: hey, no, I mean, Plus it's competition, also, right? It's competition. He's returning from a a few injuries last season and, and a bit of off time, so. Um, zinchenko, the the awesome thing is that the signing of zinchenko it, is allowing Tierney to recover properly and and ease back into the games rather than being rushed back in if you know what I mean because we've got a big hole on the uh, hole on the side so um that that's that's an awesome factor we've talked about Xhaka and his performances and well, where he's kind of changed to but uh, the man in the middle there um we, we don't generally talk about him unless it's a, a negative thing. But I, I was on the the Arteta out wagon at the start of last year. I've got to give the, I mean, the some of the props. things you
1: were some of the things you were saying about him in the private chat. Should what? not see the light of day.
0: It's just <laughs> <disgraceful>. <laughs> they will not. Don't worry. But no, no, he, he, uh, uh, we've got to give him props, right? He's he's not only transformed the team and the performances on the field, but he's brought. All of us supporters along that journey and change the whole atmosphere and love for the club, isn't it? Really,
1: yeah. I mean, as someone who wasn't an arteta uh,
0: oh, I've got recordings, don't worry, no, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was always just give it time. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: no, I mean, it's you know, I was thinking about this the other day when you know, with the Manchester United stuff, they. Yeah, you know, Ten Hag might have a bit of a record at ax and you know maybe a bit more established. But on, you've got much? to understand. Just go go just... back
0: to that pronunciation. What did you just call them? Ten Hag. No. I said Ten Hag. No, no, it's the team you mentioned.
1: Manchester United. No, no, Ajax.
0: No, you didn't say that. You said ax Did I? No. Yes, you did. Yep. Come on, <laughs> pronounce it properly. Ajax.
1: Um. But, yeah, you need to... Bloody Australians. <laughs> uh, you need to know the league and know the club, mm. which uh, is uh, going in Arteta's advantage. Like, he clearly knows the club. You know, he was captain after all. Um, and he knows the league because he's been here for so long. Uh, so, yeah.
0: We, 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 also, the... we also forget that Arsenal was his first managerial job right by himself um, he's obviously sat underneath pep for a little while but this is his first job as a manager um, and
1: i can't wait for the coverage of the uh, pep versus arteta title challenge this season <laughs> i think it's already started on social media i think you're jumping the gun there um, i didn't say it i'm just saying you know, you, you just did from, <laughs> other people on social media are bringing it up already <laughs> um
0: so uh questions. Have you got any, any questions you wanna wanna chuck out there?
1: Uh so I've seen today uh Rob holding possibly to Villa sell or not?
0: Sell or loan? Or keep. I oh, would... sorry, no, uh
1: it's a. Is uh, a rumor sell. Sell. yeah.
0: Yeah. I would say probably a good Option for both holding and Arsenal. I would say, yeah,
1: if we get good money, like we should. This is one that I've people in podcasts I've listened to you know, earlier in the transfer window were saying, if there's going to be a surprise transfer that pops up towards the end, you know, that might generate some money for us, it would probably be holding because he's got a decent contract. He's not on huge wages. No one's looking to get rid of him and he's probably content as well but yeah if a team does come in who needs and i think villa's got some injuries that's why they need someone yeah, if they come in they've got to pay for it yeah yeah and, we're and, in no position where we need
0: to, we don't need to sell it's the end of the transfer window soonish as well right so they're, they're going to be uh desperate for it but uh which we've been in that situation in the past but uh i think holding needs game time he's coming do he say, how old is holding? Is he going towards the end 26. of his career? Yeah. So 26, he, he needs to be playing. <laughs> Not even close to the end of career. No, no, but he it's needs like... to be, he's he's in the prime of his career, right? Yeah. It's
1: funny. Like he's one of those ones where he feels like he's been around forever and he yeah, should be about to retire. I but thought he was, was about like... 42, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, with
0: his hairline before. It probably. <laughs> yeah. He needs to take the uh, defensive Gabriel stance and just shave it all off and, and rock from there. Um, There was obviously the rumour of Pepe um, going out on loan. Um, I'm going to assume you're a keep person. You want to keep him?
1: Mm,
0: No. (laughs) No. What about you? Uh,
1: If it means we're bringing someone in that will actually play, uh, because if he stays, I don't see him getting much game time. Um, So if it means we're getting someone in, which I've heard, uh, the rumors today in the last couple of days was uh Hudson O'Doy from Chelsea. I couldn't tell you anything about him, like, I've obviously seen him a couple of times, but I don't follow.
0: He's, he's got his potential, career. he's got potential, he's still quite yeah. young. He's still, still quite so, young, yeah. Um, I, look, I, I'd be happy with that trade, um, definitely. Um, what do you mean? At least about it's Charlie? an option, right.
1: Sorry? Yeah. I mean, what you, talking about Chelsea, what do you make of uh, Aubameyang going potentially for like $20 million from hmm. Barca to Chelsea? Good luck, Chelsea. I mean, does that say uh, anything about the club that we had to give away for free and then no, six months no. later they're getting $20 million for him? Uh, or uh, is that no, just Chelsea no. being
0: stupid? That's just Chelsea being stupid if it does <laughs> happen. But I, I don't know if Aubameyang is the right player that Chelsea need and not we're talking on a bloody Chelsea podcast now, but, um, Aubameyang only scores really inside the six yard box. Um, I don't think Chelsea need that sort of player. I think they're, I mean, they need a striker though. They don't have anyone, but yeah, it's yeah, it's, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, if he comes back, he comes back. He's probably going to score against us, whatever, but we made the right decision for our club at that time which was to offload him however we could and get his wages off our books and that has enabled us to bring in Gabriel Jesus, which is probably the best thing that's happened to our club in the last five seasons yeah in my opinion. So I I don't care what Obamian does going forward it's up to him and, and up to Barcelona they own him now so if they get 20 million from him, whatever We're, we've done the best thing for our club i think
1: yeah no i agree there um what about you What's got what do you got in your head hmm. of yours
0: is there any um any part of the pitch you think we need to strengthen or or change or do anything different in
1: um i mean we only really need cover that's all we need now um there's nothing i would uh you know at this moment in time say we need to you know buy to replace in the starting 11 we just need to fill out the bench and cover for the games we're going to be playing right uh party is an injury away from us having nobody except for onneny um ramsdale's an injury away from us having to rely on yeah i Turner. guess it's a bit unfair to judge him so far but on Turner, um suckers an injury away from Nelson or Pepe having to play. Um, oh, S- Smith I think Rome Smith rowe maybe, in. but he's also you know struggling with injuries, so yeah, a lot, I guess will depend on what happens when Vieira comes in and where he plays and you know how mm. quickly he adapts. but yeah, it's it's all about I guess uh, you know filling the squad out now. There's no you know major holes in the eleven, but in the twenty yeah. three man squad, there's still yeah. There's still yeah. gaps.
0: My, my my main concern is uh, the pointy end of the field. I, I, we talked about this last week with Corey, but it's the uh, what happens if Jesus isn't there? Is Inkitia enough? Is does Inkitia have the um, the drive, the the skill, etc. I mean, we haven't seen him much this season because of um, Jesus has played pretty much all the all the games, but. Um, I don't know personally if Nketiah is at the same level or near the same level. And I'm worried about that, but then saying that we've got the likes of Martinelli who can push on up, um, at, and maybe Hudson Odoi or, or someone else, whoever's potentially coming in for that Pepe re- replacement could kind of push that forward. Um. Which, which I suppose is backup, but I, yeah, I'm not sure. And is the backup striker we need. Like we, previously, oh. we've had a, a different option. Like we've had a Giroud, who's
1: yeah. who's
0: a who's a different attacking style and a different option. And I don't think we have that option. We, we're playing one way. Well, we're not going you to know
1: until we uh, till we see him. But yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a tough one though. Like who do you who do you get? Who's going to accept coming in as probably third choice? Yeah. Well, not even number two. Yeah, um,
0: I I would just like a different option, right? Like you, we've got even if you look at the the style of Martinelli, uh, Gabriel Jesus, and Inketia, they're very similar in terms of how they play. I'm, and, I'm
1: sure Giroud's still to. kicking around somewhere in Milan. <laughs> probably put a sneaker.
0: <laughs> also, I, I mean,
1: didn't. I didn't almost kill you there, did I? <laughs>
0: no, no. We we need. Um, I suppose his. Uh, his style and his poise and his beauty as well. That would be really nice. But yeah. Um, what have we got here? Jason, the club needed over gone yet. We've mentioned that. Um, we managed to get Jesus was the single best thing in this club. Yeah. Probably since Urzal. Yeah. Urzal, Sanchez, that sort of stuff. I think um, Jesus has definitely been one of the best, if not the best since then um, for us, that's for sure. Um. Looking ahead, um, next match is on Sunday, 4.30am in New Zealand uh, versus Bournemouth. i pulled out some stats here that i found. Um, Bournemouth have only won one of their 10 Premier League games against Arsenal, uh, and that was back in 2018. Arsenal have won nine of their 12 matches against uh, Bournemouth in all competitions, um, which is pretty cool. Bournemouth are unbeaten in 11 home league matches, um, which is, I suppose, going to give us a bit of a test. Um, Arsenal are looking to win their first three Premier League matches in a campaign for the first time since 2004-05, which is pretty pretty awesome considering last season we set the record, or I think we rewrote the record, didn't we, for the worst start. Um, (laughs) So the fact that we're potentially going down that route is quite cool. And the last one that I've got there is we've named the same starting 11 for both our, both our, um, matches. The last time we did that was when we won the title in Oh three Oh four. Um, so Matt, do you think we're going to have the same, same, same starting 11?
1: Yeah, I don't see anything changing. Um, I, I do think looking at how much work you've put into this spreadsheet, uh, it's a PowerPoint you, you, presentation, thank you. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> your poor wife. I mean, surely you've got to spend time with your family. <laughs> no, she, <laughs> you've got to have she, an intervention. She... How much time are you spending on uh, on all this,
0: mate? <laughs> she took my son out to do a driving te- uh, lesson tonight. He got his license on the weekend, which was quite cool as a family. Is to... that
1: what I kept seeing in the news, all those car accidents?
0: Yeah, all oh, those car accidents. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, he went out for a driving lesson uh, he's got to do an hour of driving a week, which meant I was able to do this while I cooked dinner. So anyway, um, do you think we're going to have the same sort of starting 11?
1: Yeah. yeah I, I don't see any, um, any changes. I mean, I think the only ones that you would think about making are still probably too early coming back from injury. So yeah, you know, Tommy Asu, uh, Taney, all that. You'd like to think that, we can give them some game time when it's comfortably in the bag, if it's, yeah, if it gets to that. So I don't think we're in any need of any changes. I mean, I'd a, we saw last year liked as much as possible to keep the same 11 if he could. Um, and yeah, this early in the season with things going so well, I don't see any, any changes needed.
0: Yeah. I, I believe Bournemouth, uh, play two, one, one, lost one. If, um, My memory serves me correct. So yeah, I mean it'll
1: be it'll be interesting game. I mean yeah, it'll be a tough game. Like I mean it's Premier League, so everything's tough, but they were good against Villa um in the opening game. And yeah, it's it's at home, so you know, it's always for them anyway. It's yeah, it's a way for us, so it's always gonna be tough. Um but this is the sort of games where yeah, this is what we've brought in Jesus and uh, Zinchenko Jesus. and Jesus, Jesus, uh, and you know, all these players to be able to play around the box and through the lines when they're sitting behind us, you know, yeah, when they're my, sitting back. S-
0: so, Siri on my phone just went off because I said Jesus twice. Uh, I don't know what was going on there, but um, pretty cool. Um, 100%. Uh, uh, Bournemouth, I'm just looking at their record, I know it's only two matches, and yes, you can slate me on it if you want, but uh, they've scored two goals and conceded four. Uh, in two matches which is um i suppose it looks like there might be a little bit of a struggle up front but our attacking intent uh over the last two games i think we should be able to hopefully break through their defense a bit more um and and push on which will be quite cool um yeah I, i'm looking forward to it have you got a prediction you got a you well, i wasn't your...
1: here last week but i just want to point out i know you may not be keeping track because yeah, you're terrible at predictions, but I got the first one right 2 0 at Palace. So, yeah, just want to put that out there. Um, yeah, okay. I didn't get to do one last week, but uh, I'm gonna go uh, 3 0 to the Arsenal,
0: to the Arsenal. Okay, so 0 3. Yes, if you want to be yep. like that, yeah. Uh, I reckon we're gonna go a two, no, 4 1 to the Arsenal. Or one four, if you want to be like that. Um, I, I reckon we're going to have another good attacking game, um, and there's going to be uh, a goal down out there or whatever. But I reckon we're going to have a good attacking game, and Jesus is going to get another two, so um, which will be quite cool. Um, I know you love talking about it. Off no, you I go. Off no, you go.
1: Not not talking about it. Although
0: I want to say. Uh... Where are you? Uh, look, where are you? Least, at least in the two weeks I've been in the top ten, you have not,
1: mate. It's so, a long game.
0: It's a long season. It's a long game, yeah. But you have not been in the top ten yet. You don't okay. have
1: to. You don't have to start on top. You just have to finish. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, I'm going for here? the spoon. If, if if I'm honest, I'm going for the spoon. I've is already ended price the season. The spin, like,
0: is
1: yeah, I'm going to go down to Kmart or something and buy a spoon. A
0: spoon. <laughs> um jason uh, anyway we're wait, 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 hold on a minute jason potter who's on our stream at the moment who's chatting away to us um sitting in seventh uh shamik my bishop um not doing too bad jason well done we'll give you a good shout that's out that's the there. only
1: reason why he turned up pretty much yeah yeah he's not hey, listening jason. he's not watching to listen to us he's just he knew this was coming
0: <laughs> yeah uh but seen Paul at the top there. Um, I mean, he's he's got quite a good lead, eh? Um, Six point lead after two matches. Uh, Can he hold on? Um, Maybe, maybe, Uh, but it's quite tight there. And and again, we we can't really say much until after maybe 10 matches or so, right? Same as our, the bloody, uh, that's why I haven't put the Premier League table up uh, on our beautiful presentation that you, that you love so much because, two games and what's what's the point? i was pretty
1: impressed with myself actually uh i've managed to make an automated table in excel for the purposes of fantasy league wow. uh, i don't know what i'm doing in excel but i've managed to create it where all i have to do is put the numbers in for each week and it automatically updates for me it's 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 like magic
0: it's not bad not bad from um i suppose uh oh, can i call you an aussie
1: oh, come on i've been here
0: almost 10 years. So a a fake Kiwi, a fake Aussie, which one, which one do you want to, which one do you want to go
1: Depends on which country I'm in.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Nah. Depends Um, who I'm talking to, yeah. Yeah, obviously you've got some prizes up for grabs for um, the Fantasy League. So those who are playing, uh, keep your eye out and and keep working on it because there's some cool stuff up for grabs there, which is cool. Um, But lastly, yeah, man, just want to say thanks very much for your uh, time for those who, joined in and and had a chat with us. Jason, um, Alan, Ian, etc. Um, thanks very much for listening. Um and hopefully uh we get a good result, eh? Is that it? That was that's easy. it, man. That's easy.
1: How cool. I can come back every week. That's that's not that hard.
0: Yeah. Um thanks very much for for joining me, Dylan. And and for those who listened on the stream or on the delayed podcast. Thanks very much. And uh come on the Arsenal. And ha Man United. <laughs> Man United. <laughs> Flick off your jandals, crack a cold one from the chilli bin, chuck on some cans, and enjoy a Kiwi take on all things Arsenal.